Blessed assurance, Yeshua is mine. Oh, what a foretaste, His glory divine. Perfect submission, perfect delight, oh how I love him, the Savior of mine. This is my story. This is my song, praising Yahuwah all day long. See, I don't really know all the words, but <laughs> this is what the words that I think they say. This is what they say. This is my story. This is my song, praising Yahuwah all day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. That's why I esteem Him. The Savior of mine. This is my story. This is my song. Esteeming Yahusha all day long. Oh, how I love him. That Savior of mine. Now, anybody that may know the real words to the song, <laughs> please put it in the comment section for me. You can just copy and paste it, or you can email it to me, sabatia.leisha at gmail.com. And I will unchristian it, though. I'm going to unchristian it, okay? And I'm going to... um. I'm going to just bring some life into it. Because that song, that's something else. You know what I mean? It, it was. Think think about the lyrics, though. Just the ones that I know. You know? Blessed assurance. What's the blessed assurance? The blessed assurance to know that you are one that the Abba considers his very own child. Blessed assurance. The assurance that you will be saved and redeemed and cared for and loved. The assurance of knowing that the Son of Man, Yahushua HaMashiach, came into this earth realm to teach us how to live, to be the way, the truth, and the light. That's what that's that's an amazing assurance to know to know that you know that you know. Blessed. Assurance. Listen to what it says. Yeshua is mine. What is it saying? That salvation is mine. 
Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. The foretaste. We were able, for those that walked with him at least, they were able to see him walk in integrity. They were able to see him walk in perfection. They were able to write it and record it so that we today can see that he had perfect submission and perfect delight. That's why I esteem him the Savior of mine. Greetings and shalom, shalom, shalom. Welcome, family. Thank you so much for tuning in to another segment of Malaka Adayata, the remnant. I just got song up in me, y'all. Hallelujah. Um, today is the first day. Um, was the first day of, of the feast of trumpets, and my my beloved uh, Akuti Amana Bayashi read um some to me from the Targum, and and we see that um according to the Targum, which is um it predates sixteen eleven. You know, it's um very very old and um thought to be very authentic uh, to to the, the laws, statutes, and commandments given to us by the Most High Yah. And it says that um, Yom Teruah should be observed seven days. And then after the observance of Yom Teruah, we got Sukkot, Yada Yahuwah. You see how the world get all hype about uh, their wicked, evil holidays. They set it off with Halloween and then right after Halloween they go into Thanksgiving and then right after Thanksgiving um which is really indigenous people kill rape day uh and then they go into um to Christmas all their wicked holidays and they talk about it's the most wonderful time of the year that's a lie the most wonderful time of the year is our fall feast yada yahuwah our most wonderful time of the year is is even our new year festival which is in the spring at the head of the year when everything is new and the flowers are budding and, and, and blossoming and, and everything and life begins again. Yada Yahuwah, that's a new year. Hallelujah. All right, family, we are now in the book of Genesis chapter 12. Where will we be reading from today? Family, I think today I just want to read it from the TS 2009 and uh, I'll, I'll give it to our old school listeners. I love y'all. My aunties and my uncles will also read it from the KJV just for y'all. Hey family. All right. So guys, this is a whole new day. I never got to get into the segment yesterday after I finished doing the breakdown of my song. Um, I just, I kind of got distracted with doing some other things. I was up talking to my son and things of that nature. And I'm going to tell you guys, for those of you that are thinking about making a podcast, I'm telling you, this is the way to go. Um, it's just so much more convenient. Um, also so much more intimate. It's just like, you know, sitting in your living room, chopping it up with your friend. All right, y'all. And y'all know y'all my brothers and my sisters and y'all my friends too. Okay. So anyway, let me just tell y'all about it. So today I says, okay, I never got to finish um, the segment yesterday of Genesis chapter 12. So I'm going to finish it today. Y'all, I also have started uh, in the book of Enoch on my YouTube channel, Malaka Araya to the remnant. Um, and it's like every time I jump up in that book of Enoch, y'all, the attacks start 
coming. I promise y'all. And then I've been listening to Judah Talks on um on YouTube as well. And he speaks a lot about, you know, um gang stalkers and um that's what he calls them, gang stalkers. Um, you know, the things that come up against targeted individuals. And what are targeted individuals? Targeted individuals are those that are called to do a work for the most high that just come up against a lot of um a lot of attacks, a lot of different things, a lot of opposition. Um, you know what I mean? Because number one, the enemy does not want anybody to be serving the most high Yahuwah. So the best way for the enemy to stop you is to really just kind of like attack you in your own personal life, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Now, y'all girl used to be a big weed smoker, a heavy drinker. Um, even at times an illicit drug use. I keep it real. I used to pop pills and stuff like that. Um my e-pills and all. I was crazy. I was crazy. Bless the most high Yah for his, um, just his saving power. Thank the most high Yah for his plans and his purposes, y'all. But I'm going to tell y'all, it's not easy because even though, you know, praise you who I'm living drug free, holla at me. I am living cigarette free, holla at me. I am living a uh, heavy alcohol drinking free, holla at me. I've even decided to fall back on the wine because I know, you know, everybody like, oh, it's nothing wrong with drinking wine. It's nothing wrong with drinking wine. It's something wrong with drinking wine when um you want to drink the whole bottle and then start crying <laughs> in your life. Okay, so those are spirits that come up against you. So even with that, I'm like, you know what? I don't need it. I really don't. The word says, um, do not be drunk on wine, but be full of the spirit, right? Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you guys, it doesn't, mean that things are easier. You know what I'm saying? I get all kinds of personal attacks just on my own emotions and, and things of that nature. So it'd be like, you know, I'd be having some days. So today was a day, y'all. Today was a day. I mean, for real. And um, so I had a weird, strange dream, y'all. I, I don't usually get up here and tell y'all about my dreams. You know what I'm saying? So um, what I am going to do is I'm going to just get into this segment and get into the reading of uh, Genesis chapter 12. And then I'm going to do a follow-up segment to tell y'all about that dream because I'm telling y'all that dream just let me know that I am under attack. Hasatan is really gunning for me. Um, The demons is really trying to come for y'all, sister. To do what, though? To stop the work. To make me be like, you know what? I'm not doing this no more. But guess what? That's why I'm a targeted individual because the Most High knows that I will continue to do so. I will continue to do his work. I will continue to stay in his will, even if I have a bad day. You know why? Because we've been made into a for a night. But what? Joy comes in the morning. So, again, here we go for the reading of Genesis chapter 12. And it reads as follows. And Yahweh said to Abram, Go yourself out of your land, from your relatives, and from your father's house, to a land which I show you. Now, I just want to back up and go, um, let's see how chapter 11 ended. Okay, um, so chapter 11 ends. And it says, and the days of Terah came to be 205 years, and Terah died in Haran. Okay, so Terah being Abram's father, and y'all, I'm telling y'all, this Canaanized Bible is just so pale in comparison to reading this account 
in the book of Jasher. I'm telling you, it's just like, when I look at this, I'm like, is that all they gave us to go on when we were Christians? Man, but all right, back to chapter 12. Again, starting at verse one, and Yahweh said to Abram, go yourself out of your land from your relatives and from your father's house to a land which I show you. And I shall make you a great nation and bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And I shall bless those who bless you and curse him who curses you. And in all the clans of the earth and in you, all the clans of the earth shall be blessed. Now, y'all know all the clans claim to be descendants of Father Abraham, right? The Christians, the Muslims, the Judaizers, us Yesharites, uh, everybody. Everybody pretty much came from the seed of Abraham, but not everybody came from the seed of Yaakov. All right, anyway. So Abram left as Yahuwah had commanded him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their possessions that day had gathered, and the beings whom they had acquired in Haran. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and they came to the land of Kenan, and in the TS-2009, it calls it Kenan, and we know it to be Canaan, right? Verse 6, and Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the terebinth tree of Moray. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. And now you guys see where we get... Um, the name, the first time I heard Moray in the scriptures was in the book of Genesis. Um, I don't think I've heard it anywhere else in the scriptures, but Moray is also translated to be tree or teacher, right? Listen to what it says. It says, and Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem as far as the terebinth tree of Moray. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. So now, family, for study's sake, let's look up the word Moray. Okay, so here we go. And the source is um, wikipedia.org. Now, I know we're not fans of Wikipedia, right? But this is the source that this is coming from. And it says, Moray is often understood to mean teacher or oracle, referring to the owner of the tree or the land in which it grew. Okay. Now when you connect that. To. Uh, the. Story about Eve. What does it say? It says she ate from the tree. Of the knowledge of good and evil. And I want you guys to take the picture out of your mind. That she bit a piece of fruit. Okay. Okay. She learned. From Hasatan. That's basically what that means. All right. And um, so, yeah, let's go back. We are now in verse 7. And Yahuwah appeared to Abram and said, 
to your seed I give this land. And he built there a slaughter place to Yahuwah, and I'm sorry, to Yahuwah who had appeared to him. I'm going to tell you guys, I had uh, a slaughter place in my home. And I don't get me wrong, I wasn't killing animals. It was just the altar where I would bow and pray, especially when I was going through something or I really um, wanted to um, inquire of the Most High about something or pretty much beg him for something. And I've since then removed that space from my home. And I don't know, it's just I feel like I need to put it back, you know. So I, I talk to the most high all through the house, in my bedroom, in my kitchen, in my living room. But there's something so special about having one place designated. Um, that place where you're like, this is where I come to cry out. This is where I come to repent. This is where I come to really commune with my father. And you ask him, you invite him into that place. You say, Father, in this place when I come, can you please meet me here? Now, we want him to hear us all the time, wherever we are, right? Of course, you know what I mean? Uh, the angels are forever around us, reporting everything done, everything said. Hallelujah. So, you who does get word of our doings. But it's just like, for me, to me, it's like in that place, in that slaughter place, he comes to meet you there, you know, even if it's, if it's the angel of his presence comes to meet you there. And now that we have Yahusha, who was the final uh, slaughter, if you will, who was the final sacrifice, what do we what do we give up on that slaughter place? Our tears, our worship, our joy, our laughter, our praise, hallelujah. You know what I mean? Our heart, our brokenness, our contrite spirits. That's what we now take to that altar. So another name for altar is slaughter place. Hallelujah. All right. So I'm going to read that verse again. Verse 7 of Bereshit 12. And Yahweh appeared to Abram and said, To your seed I give this land. What land? The land of Canaan the land of the Canaanites. And he built there a slaughter place to Yahuwah who had appeared to him. And from there he moved to the mountain east of Bethal. And he pitched his tent with Bethal on the west and to Ai on the east. And he built there a slaughter place to Yahuwah and called the name and called on the name of Yahuwah. And Abram set out continuing toward the south. And a scarcity of food came in the land. And Abram or Abram went down to Mitzrayim to dwell there, for the scarcity of food was severe in the land. What's Mitzrayim? Egypt. Verse 11. And it came to be, when he was close to entering Mitzrayim, that he said to Sarai, his wife, See, I know that you are a beautiful woman to look at. And it shall be, when the Mitzrites see you, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they shall kill me, but let you live. So now you see what type of people the Mitzrites were, right? Okay. Please say you are my sister, 
so that it shall be well with me for your sake and my life be spared because of you. If y'all get into the book of Joshua, y'all will see that she was also his sister. Not in the conventional way that we would think. But I'm going to hold off on that because I want you guys to go and find the segments of Father Abraham, the backstory right here on the podcast. I did them about two years ago, maybe a year ago, close to two years ago. But if you scroll through the segments, you will find it. Father Abraham, the backstory. All right. And now here we go. Uh, verse 12. And it came to be when Abram came into Mitzrayim that the Mitzrites saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. And Pharaoh's officials saw her and praised her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken to Pharaoh's house. Didn't Abraham know? He knew it. He knew it. He like, oh, babe, you bad, babe. Babe, you fire. You know, and it's, so, it's such a shame that the word bad, you know, has been um, turned around to meaning something good, you know, not bad meaning bad, but bad meaning good. And it's upside down world and society we live in. Right. But so anyway, he was like, babe, you know, you good looking and they going to want you, girl. <laughs> he knew it. Verse 16. And he treated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep and cattle and male donkeys and female and male and female servants. And female donkeys and camels. But Yahuwah plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, because of Sarai. Her name was not yet Sarah, so forgive me if I said Sarah. Um, verse 17. But Yahuwah plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not inform me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? And so I was going to take her for my wife. Look, here's your wife. Take her and go. <laughs> you and your boo, get up out of here. Because I was about to snatch her up. That's what Pharaoh was saying. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him. And they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. And that is the end of Genesis chapter 12, read from the Sefer. So now for comparison's sake, after this song break, let us go and read it in the King James Version, which is the version more common to all of us that came out of Christianity. All right. So family, who will I play? I'm going to play this joint by Selah Soul. And the title of this song is Keeper of my way. I love this song. I first came across this song about a year ago and it still speaks my heart to this day. Here we go, family. You've been so good to me And I know that I can't do it by myself I need your love so desperately It's been times I wanted to give up But your words, they spoke to me Feel my spirit, help me to believe it 
is the keeper of my way okay family so now like i said for our old school listeners we are gonna read um genesis chapter 12 now in the kjv okay family and before <clears throat> excuse me before i read this translation i gotta say it as a disclaimer i do not call the creator and sustainer of all things lord i do not call our creator, God. I am reading from this King James Version of the Bible. One of the translations that I call a slave Bible. I don't like this Bible. I don't like nothing about this Bible. Um, but like I said, for, for comparison's sake. And, you know, um, just because, you know, some of our aunties and uncles still use this translation. I'm hoping that 
with them seeing the comparison in the way that the TS-2009 was written, that they would truly abandon this translation. You know what I mean? I've heard some people say, you know, that they're comfortable reading this translation. Why be comfortable reading a blatantly disrespectful translation of the Most High's word? Huh? All right. I love y'all, though. And I just want y'all to do better. I want to do better. I want us all to do better. So if you know that there is something that ain't real right, holding on to it because that's what you're used to. Uh, it's not good. It's not a good thing at all. All right. So anyway, here we go. God calls Abraham. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will shew thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing and I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. I thought I was crazy. I don't know if I heard, y'all heard that. But I'm like hearing 71 or whatever. And my child is in there listening or playing bingo or something. And she know I'm sitting here reading to y'all. How rude. Okay, so anyway, verse 4. So Abraham departed. As a matter of fact, let me go back. Verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years when he departed from Haran. And so I just want to read to you guys in case you missed it in my last reading. What the name Lord is okay so that you guys can understand um why i have such disdain with calling our Yahuwah lord so let's go all right so look one of the things that i pulled up um in uh, a thing called the house of names online it says it was given to one who worked as a halord which meant lord Master or Lord's servant. Or Lord's servant. Yahweh is no one's servant. All right. And then something else I see here on. Um, let's go. Let me scroll a little bit. So it says, where does the name Lord come from? Hmm. So here's the funny thing. All right, let's let's on uh, baby knowledge because it's funny because I just I pulled this up the other day and none of this is what came up. Okay, and um <laughs> it's funny, but just give me a second to find exactly um to find the same source of the name Lord that I found when I read it before cuz it actually means like giver of bread. All right? Like, for real. Hones on.
All right, got it. Because I'm like, Google, stop trying to play with me. Uh -huh. All right, it says, while it might make you think of noble leaders and elite aristocrats, this name actually means loaf keeper. Stemming from Germanic customs, the Lord's role. So, y'all tell me, from what y'all just heard, do y'all think that it's befitting to call the creator and sustainer of the universe, creator of heaven and earth, Lord, bread keeper? Mm -mm. See, and that's what I can't stand about this language that we all speak. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes a word and it twists it and give it all different types of meanings. But the, the creation of this word meant bread keeper. Right. So then it says, um, in the, now in the Webster's Dictionary, synonyms of Lord. One having power and authority over others. That came later. That came later. Okay? Because the origin of this word was um, in its Germanic tongue, it meant loaf keeper. Anyway, let's get back to Genesis. I'm sorry, y'all. My thing is, you know, in all of that getting, please get understanding. Understand the words that you use. Understand where these words come from. You know what I mean? It's so important. Hallelujah. All right, so... What verse were we at? <laughs> All right. Let's go back to verse six. And Abraham passed through the land unto the place of Shechem. And I hope I didn't lose my place looking off into the word Lord. I should have marked it, y'all. Okay, let's do this. So I'm back at verse three. I will bless them that bless thee and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. What does that mean? And the souls that they had gotten and the people, the servants that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. And into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Shechem, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared to Abram and said, Unto thy seed I will give this land. What land? The land of Canaan. Unto thy seed I will give this land. And so how many of y'all know the Canaanites are still there? They're there and we're scattered all over the place. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethal, and pitched his tent, having Bethal on the west, and high, or it is spelled here H A I, and then the TS two thousand nine it was just A I, so, and 
Hai on the west, on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called the name of the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. Verse 10. And there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down to Egypt to sojourn there, to sojourn there. For the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai, his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians had beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entered Abram well for her sake. I'm sorry. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep and oxen and asses and men servants and maid servants and she asses and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why saidest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife. Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had the end <laughs> all right y'all thank y'all so much for listening i hope you stood with me until this point i pray that those of you that do read the kjv are not offended but allow yourselves to understand that it is a very tainted and wicked translation family if you knew better you do better so now that you know better show better because the most high has allowed you to grow better Bars. All right, family. Until next time, love y'all. Thanks for listening.